the 1001 experience i am your host christine if you are new here welcome if you are returning you know i fuck with you the long way and if you have referred people if you have shared the podcast if you got your people pulling up to listen i fuck with you the super long way Um, I appreciate all the support and yeah, we can hear. So a couple housekeeping items right now. Um, readings are still closed. I am hoping to have, uh, my new schedule up by the beginning of February. That is my hope. That is my goal. Um, I'm changing around the structure of the way I do reading. So I'm trying to map all the logistics out for that. Um, Also, there's a very good chance I may be adding some new types of readings. Um, Might also be adding some live readings or live uh, sessions that we could I'm doing real time. So I'm just trying to map out all of those things. My goal is to have them done and open up by February. You can sign up on lifemanifesting.com to be notified once my schedule reopens to book a personal reading. Okay. I think that's all the announcements that I have right now. Um, Aside from, again, just to reiterate, like, tell your people to pull up. Tell your people to come and join the experience. Catch these gems, okay? (laughs) Share, share, share. And also, like, if there are things that you would like for me to talk about or, um, like I said, said like if you have questions that you want me to address feel free to hit me up on twitter on instagram um on facebook you can send emails um yeah we're life manifesting on instagram on facebook um life manifest on twitter along with the 1001 pod on twitter and the 1001 experience on instagram all of those links all of that information will be included in the details uh for the episode so yeah if you have any topics or any um questions about anything that you would like for me to discuss on the podcast then that will be where you submit that information okay So, one of the things that, um, well, I'll say this, like a couple weeks ago, I posted a reading for the new moon, and one of the prominent themes in that reading was that we should all be, um, really doing a lot of cleansing and protection work right now and that one very um simple maybe not necessarily easy but simple um method of protection that we should all be engaging in right now is protecting our energy and like (sighs) This is tricky, right? Because sometimes, like, when you say certain, like, buzzwords or buzz phrases, people just, like, automatically apply it to places and things where it does not need to be applied. (laughs) Like, people be talking about, oh, I'm, I'm releasing everything that does not serve me, but you're releasing the people that hold you accountable because they don't let you get away with your, with your stuff. I mean, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) When I say protect your energy, I don't mean completely avoid conflict or accountability or anything that 
brings you discomfort. That's not what I'm saying at all. When I say to protect your energy, I'm talking about being mindful and intentional about what you feed into, what you allow to take up space in your mind, what you allow to get an emotional reaction out of you. Be very mindful and intentional about those things. Like, when, and I want to be clear, like, sometimes people hear that and they receive it as, like, certain emotions that may not feel that great to you, like, or that society says are not positive emotions like anger or sadness or grief or any of those things that people tend to label as negative emotions when some people hear like protect your energy and be careful what you're feeding into they hear it as saying that those emotions are not valid and that you should not lean into those emotions and that is not mad story at all let me be (laughs) let me be clear my stance on emotions is that all emotions are valid there is no such thing as a bad or negative emotion. Um, sometimes they don't feel that great to us, but our emotions are tools. Our emotions are a compass. So um, being able to understand your emotions allows you to, um, once you're able to kind of clear your head and assess the emotion as opposed to allowing it um the emotions to just kind of come out raw and you just act on raw emotion when you're able to kind of assess what it is and why it's there you're able to move differently so I don't believe in negative emotions but I say that to say um everything doesn't need to to elicit an emotional response and that's just um Like, not to say that anger in some situations wouldn't be valid. It's to say that it does not benefit you to allow that situation to make you feel angry. If that makes sense. Like, and I think that for us melanated people, one thing to remember, like, you have to decolonize your your understanding of this topic because sometimes we we attach to our emotions as a form of resistance and we attach to the way we act out and perform our emotions as um, an act of like revolution or like a revolutionary uh, state of being. And it's not that I think that that behavior is bad. I am just saying to be mindful of what you allow to take you there and how often you allow yourself to go there because let's be real like stress kills like high emotion and um the hormones that are associated with um higher intense emotion that shit will kill you over time like it literally does a number on your brain to where your brain does not function well your body starts to shut off um essential processes to manage those hormones that are flowing through the body and the response that those hormones create um so it will harm you to constantly allow yourself to sit in or act out these intense emotions and then the other part of that is that when you act out an emotion it really keeps those hormones circulating in your body or when you allow yourself or you allow your mind to be occupied by thoughts that um maintain those intense emotions then all of those hormones that shut down um digestion and it speed up your heart rate and all that stuff Um, or cut off blood flow to certain parts of your body and increase blood flow to other parts of your body, like those stress hormones, those reactionary hormones, when you allow your brain to ruminate or to keep thinking about thoughts that lead to intense emotions for you, those hormones are staying in your body and are having those impacts on your body. 
and like there's there's something to be said about the fact that your body um is made to be in either uh like rest we call it rest and digest state versus uh fight flight or freeze state um so that's to say like there's a time and a place for everything right like i said it's not wrong to um be aggressive or um to feel angered about something it's just about there's a time and a place and for us there are a lot of things that at face value would earn our anger or intense emotion in general so especially in this time that we are in you have to preserve your energy by shutting off access to your mind and your emotions not letting everything that on paper might you know (laughs) like shit like nah I understand why you would be mad about that like but you can make a choice to not let it get there for you and you also have to um practice well let me not say you have to I encourage everybody to learn how to neutralize their own emotions and learn how to recognize like okay I'm feeling triggered by this thing I'm about to react in this situation like I'm feeling super angry I'm feeling super activated in whatever way that it is right and learn how to um settle that emotional response and then move those hormones out of your body okay like what do you do when you need to calm yourself down what do you knew what do you do when you need to get disengaged and i talked about this a little bit before i think it was episode two whichever one says protect your neck that's where i talked about this but like on social media or um interacting with like groups of people that may not necessarily share your same views like you really have to utilize I encourage everyone to utilize their discernment and knowing when to disengage because like you can't um and this goes back to what I talked about in the previous episode about uh projecting things onto people and being triggered in situations like you have to be able to detach and in times like this, one of the reasons it's so important is because I, t- <clears throat> okay, stay with me here. Um, I don't know how many of y'all come from a Christian background, okay? But the Bible says, the Bible says, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, what is it, Ephesians? Um, where they say we we don't war against flesh and blood. Like our our battle is not against the person who is standing in front of us or the person who is enacting um, whatever thing it, that is eliciting our intense emotion. We battle against principalities and authorities, um, spiritual powers in high places. So you got to understand that every time you allow something or someone to tap into your your emotions and your mental state, you are literally allowing them to drain your energy and drain your life force. So I want you to think about it that way. Like every time you get mad and you clap back at somebody, every time you spend hours ranting about things that happened and how it's fucked up and you spend hours arguing with people about all the different things isms that exist in society right now you're and when I say arguing I legit mean like trying to kind of prove a point to somebody um or even if you're sitting around with the people that you love and that do agree with you and the nature of the conversation is one that elicits these intense emotions in you um without leading you toward potential solution or resolution or um, transmutation of that emotion in some way, uh, you're literally allowing that thing 
to drain out your energy and drain out your life force. And it may sound like super esoteric and super um, woo-woo witchy, but like I said, your body <laughs> has this these different states, these opposing states that it can be in. And you cannot have be in a restful state and an activated state at the same time. And when you are in an activated state and those stress hormones are pumping, it's cutting off a lot of shit that you need for your body to be able to rest. And for and you need to be able to rest your body in order to heal your body. You need to be able to rest and heal your body in order to have clarity. And if you're always activated, if you always have stress hormones um, pumping through your body because everything around you is triggering you, is triggering an intense emotional response or is um, sending your mind down a spiral, then you're harming yourself in the end. Because I'm, I want y'all to ask yourselves this. Like, how many times have y'all gotten to an argument with someone, a legit argument with somebody with opposing views or that you went off on Facebook or Twitter or wherever social media that you're on about a topic and um, that changed somebody's mind? How often has that happened? How often has, now on the flip side, how often has something gone on and on and on and back and forth until someone decided that they didn't want to participate in the conversation anymore? Just think about that. Think about the ratio between those two outcomes. And is it worth it? To allow um, every time you have like the, the urge or the inclination to be reactive, is it worth it to you? If you think about what it's doing to your body every time you experience that emotion, that intensity of um, like high impact emotion, like stress emotions or emotions that can elicit or induce stress is it worth it with the ratio of which um you're able to kind of have a preferred outcome versus a non-preferred outcome is it worth it to give it every time ask yourself that and be honest because again for melanated people there's a whole lot of shit out here going on man and so i just want y'all to be mindful of um, where you're placing your energy. And again, like, this is about self-preservation, okay? It's not about right or wrong or invalidating the emotions themselves, or even demonizing the way we respond to emotions, right? Like, that's not what I'm on by any means. Um, yeah, that's not what I'm on by any means. I'm just saying from a, a, a standpoint of doing what is best for yourself and your physical body, and even your spirit, spiritual body, and the people that are connected to you um, and the causes that need you present and well. When you put those things in the forefront of your mind, um, it should make it um, a little bit easier to be stingy with your mental and emotional and even physical energy for you to be able to look at some and then turn your head and look the other way and keep going on about your business. Don't let everything happen to you. And even if it's something that everybody else is talking about, oh, this is the point that I was making when I was saying about um, 
warring against principalities and authorities in high places spiritually. Like, a lot of times when there are, like, massive um, occurrences, there are entities present um, looking to feed off the energy that are that's being directed um uh, I don't want to give a certain example (laughs) but I feel like this concept is like kind of spacey um but yeah I've I've always said um if you're going to give your your energy to something then be intentional about the way you're directing it okay here's a very um clear example with the election, um, one of the things that I told people was, um, like people were celebrating and listen, I, however you feel about politics and melanated people participating in politics, I'm not getting into that by any means. I'm just talking about, um, people who were celebrating when the winner of the election was announced and the um the intention that I shared was for people to um direct the energy of their joy and excitement toward upholding that um, that result because the energy of stealing was still swooning around alive and well. I literally said that that same day that the result was announced and we saw that leading, literally just leading up to the inauguration that they did everything they could to potentially steal that election. And then even now, um, he'd been in office, what, a day, two days? And someone introduced articles of impeachment. Like, the energy is alive and well. And so if you are going to engage with the topic of politics and the election, then be intentional about what you want that energy to do and where you want that energy to go. Because there are entities on both sides that are willing to suck up that energy and put it to where they want it to be. Okay? And this is not even no conspiracy type shit. I'm telling you, the Bible said it. (laughs) Principalities in high places. Okay? that's out here this is a spiritual warfare that we are fighting and we're just seeing some of the physical tangible manifestations of it but it's very spiritual and that's why when it comes to your energy and what you lend it to you need to be intentional you need to be mindful and you need to be stingy okay and make sure that you are doing the things that you need to do one to cleanse and protect yourself and two Think about the ways that you can transmute energy and emotional processes. Like there's a mental part of it. Like I said, assessing the emotion. Why do I feel this way? Is there something that I need to do um, to have a need met so that I am not experiencing this emotion? That's the analytical part of it. But just like I said, there's hormones that build up in your body. There's always a physical component. Anybody that gives you um, spiritual solutions and doesn't address the physical, then they are not. Let me be sensitive to what I say. (laughs) Uh, we We are spiritual beings living a human experience. So our spiritual work is important, but there should always be some type of physical component paired with it because we are still in a physical body. We are still a physical manifestation of our spiritual selves. So when you neutralize emotion, drink some water, take a a shower, hot or cold, whichever you need (laughs) 
to neutralize whatever emotion you're neutralizing. Go put your feet in some dirt if you're somewhere where it's warm. Um, eat clean fruit and vegetables. Like, I'm not going to try to sway anybody diet-wise at all. But I will say, when you need to cleanse out um, energy, focusing on... Um, Plant-based meals will help, um, especially raw plant-based meals. I'm not saying you have to go vegan. I'm not saying go fully plant-based. But when you need to get energy out your body, um, focusing on putting, excuse me, pure fuel and energy back into your body will aid that process. What is your your exercise regimen like? Do you get up and go on walks? Do you run? You do yoga? Do you lift? Calisthenics, any of those things, um, to really move the energy out of your body and to to clear out space for a more positive energy to, um, take root. Okay. So be mindful, intentional, and stingy with your mental, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Be intentional um, when you choose to kind of act out the emotions that you're feeling um, after you use your discernment to decide. And this is another thing. Um, if you're constantly spreading your energy far and wide like reacting emotionally to everything then when something comes to your front door that you need to react to that you need to allow your anger to to push you i'm gonna say it again we have a fight and flight response in our bodies for a reason so you want to be able to be efficient when it is time for you to activate those responses, you want to be efficient. And you don't want to spread that energy all over the place. Because then you don't have as much control over it. So you want to be able to have a controlled, intentional, efficient response when it is necessary. And most of the things that we um, allow to get up under our skin, it's not necessary. So in this time that we are in, honestly, <laughs> this is going to be a theme of the year. But I feel like at least and I was going to say like through the summer, we might get like a light breather in the summer but it's definitely going to be a theme of the year to really just um preserve your energy self-preservation you know y'all know that i don't know if y'all saw that that gif or that it's a brief video but there's a dude he's got on a white t-shirt he's sitting at a bar and he looks behind his shoulder some people on the dance floor and they they just dancing wild it's like some old people the outfit is wild the music is wild the dance is wild and he looked behind his shoulder and he squints at him and then he turns his head back rubs the back of his head and just keep doing what he's doing like <laughs> that's how y'all gotta be like take it in and be like nope and just redirect your energy and then anytime you do experience those intense emotions um, practice transmuting them and getting them out of you and up off of you. Um, cause again, like when you do have to engage intentionally and efficiently, you want to be able to, when it's time to come down, you want to be able to come down. So that is important. And then I wanted to share, um, like an exercise that you can do if you've ever um, attempted medic meditation. I was about to say medication. Good God. <laughs> no, meditation. Then you may have um, heard about 
like once thoughts pop into your head to kind of let them float away and there's different ways that people do this like you can um visualize your thoughts or your emotions literally in your your mind's eye visualize them um floating away on a cloud you can visualize them as tumbleweeds um I know some people um, benefit from visualizing the thought as something within their body. Like, for example, rocks or bricks or something like that. And like you, when you breathe in, you visualize yourself like gathering those things. Or like if you get angry and you feel it in your chest or... You feel it in your shoulders or you feel it in your legs or whatever. You take a deep breath and on the inhale, um, you visualize yourself gathering all of those rocks or all of those bricks from those areas. Or like if your heart is pounding, you might um, visualize uh, like a bunch of like basketballs or something. I don't know. Whatever resonates with you. When you inhale, you visualize all of those things being gathered up. And then when you exhale, you blow those things out. And then once you blow them out, depending on what you choose, this is why like rocks and and um, bricks and things like that are beneficial because you can then, once you exhale, you can then visualize them like being bust down and into the finest dust and then being neutralized by the earth. Um, just things like that, different things that you could do in your mind's eye to kind of help you um, practice transmuting your emotions and then call back in what you want. Always call in what you want. Always be intentional about refilling your space. Anytime you cleanse or purify something or banish something or remove something, be intentional about what you put back. So are you calling in peace? Are you calling in calm? Are you calling in discernment? Are you calling in intention? Are you calling in um, joy? Are you calling in contentment? Whatever it is that you're 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 trying to get when you transmute that emotion, be be clear, okay? And then you can visualize that as something as well. You can visualize it as light um, enveloping you. You can visualize that as flowers. You can visualize that um, however you need to. Okay, but that's just an exercise that I wanted to share um, when it comes to transmuting emotions. And this is the thing, right? Like once you um, practice um, cultivating that level of detachment, like once you um, really start to see how much effort it takes to actively choose joy and peace every moment of every day then you're much more selective over who and what you allow to pull you out of that frame of mind and way of being so as long as you're operating in these stress hormones and these stressful emotions um and acting out these intense emotions um it seems much more far off to cultivate joy and peace right but once you practice it, once you practice detachment, once you see something and you're able to assess it and say, this does not directly involve me right now. I I am choosing not to give my energy to it. Or if you start to feel yourself develop that intense emotional response and then you practice neutralizing and transmuting it. Once you um, build up that skill and you recognize just how much it takes every day to maintain it, you're not about to let any old Tom, Dick, and Harry pull you up out of that. you just not. Because it takes too, too goddamn much. Now I got to calm down. I got to call off of work. I got to go lay down. I got to go get me a salad. <laughs> I got to go breathe. I got to do some yoga. Dog, because this dumbass son said something crazy to me. Or this person over here done did something crazy. Or I saw something crazy on Twitter from some people that I probably will never meet a day in my life. 
You know what I'm saying? Niggas is arguing about twerking at brunch. <laughs> like, what? You're not about to just let anything take you out of your peace and your joy once you actively choose it. So, yeah, I'm just inviting y'all to really focus on how you can protect and preserve your energy. And I just want to say, like, um, I, I shared techniques and strategies because I know them to be effective um, personally and then also as a clinician these are things that I have helped people children to adults use um, to handle their emotions I also understand physiology and brain functioning um, to a certain extent However, um, again, I give baseline examples and you're welcome to kind of substitute words and phrases and um, imagery for what resonates with you. But I I just want to challenge people who um, feel like it's something that would not work for them or that this is a skill that they do not possess or something that is too distant for them to be able to master. I just want to challenge y'all because um, there's no quick fix for breaking habits. There's no shortcut for breaking habits. Um, You have to practice and apply day in and day out. And it's going to take effort for you to... um, recognize what could help but aside from that initial motivation it's gonna take commitment to practicing and applying day in and day out and then that brings me to another point just as it relates to spirituality um and spiritual technology in general um I say this a lot for like people who have gotten readings from me, like personal readings, or even if you've resonated with any of the collective readings that I've given, I always include like advice and things um, to attempt or to practice. For example, protecting and preserving your energy. That was a prescription from the last reading that I did, the last collective reading that I did. And a lot of times people will engage with a reading and be like oh my goodness this is so true this is a spot this spot on whatever whatever but you're not applying that information and it's good that you're you're getting insight and understanding but the purpose is then for you to kind of bring it down remember i said we are spiritual beings at having a physical experience so it's one thing for you to understand it spiritually and mentally, but how does it show up in your physical experience? You have to apply it. That is where the actual healing occurs. The healing does not occur with you being able to understand and vocalize and verbalize information. The healing occurs when you're in a situation and you actively choose to behave in a way that is aligned with the insight that you received that is where you heal that is where you grow that is where you integrate so i'm say that to say i just want to challenge the people who feel like you know preserving their energy is not for them for one reason or another um because a lot of times we may understand something like intellectually, but our emotions are still in the driver's seat. And I just want to encourage you all to tell your emotions that they can take a break for a little bit. We're not pushing them all the way out the scene, but it's okay if they share, you know, um, the directive capacity with your mind. And that both of those things, both of those tools, both of those is compasses a word or is it I don't know but <laughs> that your your mind and your thoughts and your emotions take a back seat to your higher self your spiritual self and your soul self 
um, and let your soul self direct you and then your mind and your emotions be work in tandem as a tool now another thing that came out pretty heavily in that new moon reading for the beginning of the month um was about dreams and paying attention to your dreams and I just wanted to talk a little bit more about it because like it well one in that reading it it came across very strongly and I know from personal experience how um your ancestors and your guides may give very clear direction in your dream um and how important it is to be able to um discern when that is occurring um but I also know that a lot of people are very stressed and don't um believe that they dream or don't um have difficulty recalling their dreams and so like if you saw that reading again life manifesting on Facebook it is still posted if you saw that reading I gave some suggestions for ways that you can kind of improve your dream recall um I listed some crystals there um and there are also a, a good amount of herbs that can help with sleep now let me do a disclaimer okay because I am no I am not yet a master herbalist I am not going to share the names of any specific herbs or teas to try I do encourage if you have difficulty sleeping or if you have difficulty with dream recall um, I encourage you to review the tools that are ev available to assist you with that and herbs are one of those tools um, but please be mindful when it comes to ingesting herbs and roots um, that there could be contraindications or there could be um, certain like medical issues or medical concerns with people taking certain herbs like for example some things you should not take if you are um, on your menstrual cycle or if you are pregnant uh, because they may um, increase bleeding or induce like uterine contractions respectively. Um, some things are not good if you have high blood pressure, if you have seizures. Like So before you start drinking teas of any old herb or before you start, you know, utilizing herbs um i highly suggest you check into contraindications um and what those um the approved uses for certain herbs the same thing goes for certain like essential oils too like um just always make sure you're double checking those things just to be sure before you utilize them but crystals herbs oils those are all things that you can can utilize um in your as you like lay down to go to sleep also I just want to encourage everybody especially with this down pandemic and people working from home and us being on social media or binge watching shows like actually allow enough time for sleep and like I get it like it's hard to get a full seven eight hours of sleep as an adult especially now with everything that's going on I get it I used to work overnight and there was a point in my life where I could not sleep for longer than four or five hours at a time like I just couldn't I will always wake up I could not sleep no matter what time I actually went to, to bed there was no way that I could stay asleep for more than like five hours at a time and what I did to train that was, um, I would just, <laughs> I would make myself get back to bed. I plug my phone in across the room and I would 
lay down to go to sleep at a certain hour. I would make sure that I didn't eat certain things or drink certain things before bed. I might have like drank certain teas that help me with sleep before bed. And if I woke up, um, I would do my best to not um, engage my mind too much so that I could try to go back to sleep. And it's taken a while. It literally took at least like two years. And um But it's possible. I share that just to say that it is possible to kind of retrain your sleep pattern and your your sleeping rhythms. Um, You just have to be committed to it. And then also removing um, habits that could be impacting your sleep. Like, do you lay in bed and watch TV? Do you lay in bed and scroll on your phone? Do you lay in bed and read? Like, sometimes... um, you can train your body and your mind that like your bed is not necessarily for sleeping. It's for other things. And sometimes you have to remove all of those distractions to retrain your body to understand like, no, nah, when I, when I lay down right here, we are going to sleep. Um, and then commit to it. Like if you put your phone on, do not disturb at 10 o'clock, then don't respond to people if you just happen to see that there's a text message or a missed FaceTime after 10 o'clock. Put your phone down, charge it on the other side of the room, and commit to having a full night's sleep. Um, because sleep hygiene um, can really go a long way when it comes to dreaming and recalling your dreams. Um I would suggest addressing your sleep hygiene piece first. Like, what time are you going to bed? Are you allowing yourself enough time to get a full night's rest? What are you consuming before you go to sleep? Like, what habits do you have um, in your bed or in your bedroom? Um, I would highly suggest um, addressing those sleep hygiene issues first before you start incorporating um any other tools like crystals or herbs or essential oils or anything like that because um the way the brain works like you can pair certain um items or emotions or experiences or whatever with certain behavior um and then your brain kind of sees those two things as like working together like when it one thing is going on, it perceives that it should or should not be doing something else. So that's why you have to be careful about doing a whole bunch of stuff in the bed because your body will start to feel like, oh, the bed is where we stay up and read. The bed is where we stay up and sweep as opposed to the bed being somewhere where you sleep. And if you don't kind of um, start the process of resetting your body to understand that the bed is somewhere to sleep, And when I lay down at night, that means I'm actually ready to go to sleep and I stay up scrolling and doing other things for another three hours. So you want to be able to kind of break that association and start rebuilding a new association in your brain that the bed is for sleep, your bedroom is for rest. And then you want to try to incorporate some of the other tools because you don't want to run the risk of associating those new tools with the old habits. Okay. And so then some other strategies when it comes to like dream recall specifically, um, set the intention before you go to sleep, like say a prayer, ask to be able to remember your dreams, ask to remember certain items, certain symbols, um, in a way that is easy for you to kind of understand and digest. Um, if you have specific questions, ask them. Whatever the intention may be, set it before you lay down. And then also, when you wake up, record whatever you remember. This can get tricky if you're trying to keep yourself, um, or if you're trying to retrain your body to sleep for longer periods of time. Um, Again, I would suggest addressing the sleep hygiene part before doing anything else so focus on increasing the amount of time you sleep so that you get a full night's rest before you focus on um trying to remember the aspects of your dream um because the dreams will be there okay 
you just got to get to sleep together first. And then, like, when it comes to dream interpretation, by the way, I'm most likely going to be adding dream interpretation to the site. I just don't know how I want to do it um, because there's, like, pros and cons. Like, if I do it live versus if I use the cards to do it. If I do it live, I don't I don't need the cards, but that would require us to kind of discuss various elements of your dream. And y'all know that I like to keep a healthy, respectful distance <laughs> from the details of your life and if I pull cards for a dream interpretation I'm able to see clearly without necessarily knowing all of the details of the dream so in some capacity dream interpretation will be on the site um just keep an eye out if it's something that you're interested in but anyway um when it comes to interpreting your dreams like it can be tricky um, because on one hand, on one hand, um, everything in your dream is a symbol or representative of a, a theme or a concept. Um, this is especially true for like people like don't always get caught up in who the person is or, or or is not in your dream um but try to think a little bit deeper as to what they may be representing for you it's especially in the context of what is happening in the dream um but at the same time like I said your answer ancestors will communicate with you um so those people and there are times where it's actually like that person <laughs> so you know discernment discernment is important um but yeah like people are nine times out of ten symbols for the dream um it's important to kind of register the various symbols that you see like your setting um where are you what are you in what are you doing uh, what is happening around you um but also play pay very close attention to how you feel in the dream or if you can access um the things that you're thinking within the dream um there's a lot of uh, information there as well probably more important than any of the symbols are by themselves because you could have a symbol that, um, like you could dream about like a winning a billion dollars and, um, being able to buy your dream house and buy your family, the things that they need and being set for life. And most people would take that to be like a positive or a preferred dream. But if you're dreaming that and you're feeling sadness or guilt, um, those emotions are, um, pretty significant in terms of the information that they provide and the setting um, and the events of the dream just kind of provide context. Um, but those emotions are, are big players, they're heavy hitters when it comes to dream interpretation. So those are just some things to consider. And then also keeping a dream journal. Um, some people use their phone. Some people use an actual journal. Whatever you think will help best for you and again you address the sleep hygiene first no trying to remember your dreams is not a good reason to sleep with your phone in or right next to the bed <laughs> especially if like if you could sleep uh while doing that then have at it but if you're trying to kind of reset your body and address your sleep hygiene then that's not that's not a good reason beloved you just gonna have to you know suck it up and figure out another way to journal or record your dreams or um don't even focus on the dream recall at all just focus on um improving your sleep and your sleep hygiene before you kind of focus on dream recall um but I just wanted to share that because it's really important man like I've literally found solutions to problems I've found guidance to what I should be doing next I've gotten clarity and one of the first ways that I recognized my gift is because I saw my child in a dream so I say that to say like your dreams are very very powerful 
um, they have a lot of information and a lot of guidance. Like we're in a time where you're going to have to operate based on knowledge and insight that is not readily visible in the tangible world. But by the time you see it in front of you tangibly, it is too late to react. So um, being able to receive information via your dreams will help you stay abreast and aware of what is happening and what type of tools you need to fortify you in the midst of what is happening. Okay. So the takeaways here are to preserve your energy and pay attention to your dreams. I probably, nah, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not doing a divination today. I don't plan on pulling any cards. I'm actually very tired. I feel like I'm dozing off right now. <laughs> As I'm talking to y'all about like sleep hiding and boundaries and shit. And I'm recording a podcast when I should be asleep. But anywho, um, I'm not pulling any cards. But I do think that I'm going to put out another like mini so episode this week where I pull cards for the week to come because if I'm not mistaken there is a full moon coming up pretty soon it's either at the end of this week or the beginning not the end of this week but so this is like the 22nd (laughs) going into the 23rd so not this weekend but the end of next week and going into the beginning of the, the following week I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, because I ain't no astrologer or nothing like that. But I am pretty sure that there is a full moon coming up within that window of time. Um, I feel like it'll be uh, challenging. <laughs> and and that's another reason why I just wanted to kind of review some of the things that came up, some of the important points um, specifically about what we need to do. I wanted to reiterate those from the new moon reading because I feel like it'll definitely help soften um, any harsh experiences that occur with the full moon. So, and that's not to scare anybody. That's just, you know, um, preparation. That's the point. That's why we divine. That's why we communicate with the spiritual world. Is Well, that's one of the reasons why I'll say But, you know, we got to check in. We got to check the temperature. Um, And thankfully, um, when we check the temperature, we get directions um, on how to manage it. And this time, those directions were to um, preserve your energy and pay attention to your dreams. So, I say all that to say, the plan is to put out another mini-sode with a mini-divination for the week to come. So, look out for that. Um, tag a few people, tell them to come and listen to the Tenor One Experience, tell them to come and join, um, share, like, uh, subscribe, all of those things that you do for podcasts. Um, also reach out to me, man. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. We've done a handful of episodes already, so I'm assuming you all have been able to kind of catch the vibe of the podcast thus far. So let me know what you feel and what you're not feeling what you want more or less of um yeah and stay up be blessed and i will talk to y'all um a little bit later with the reading but like an actual full conversation i will talk to y'all in the week all right y'all be blessed